Welcome back to Whiskey Congress. This is not a full episode. This is what we're going to start calling a whiskey shot. Um, it's basically, in this, as in this case, going to be just me, Jim, uh, talking alone uh, about something we briefly discussed on a couple of shows and that happens to be part of my career so I can talk on it. And that is the um, statement we hear all the time that the vaccine is not FDA approved, which is technically a true statement. The vaccines uh, developed by Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson have not received full approval from the FDA for a reason that I don't think a lot of people understand. In fact, I was watching CNN today, and um, they had Sanjay Gupta on, and even though he's a medical doctor and knows a lot about um, medicine, he doesn't appear to know... Actually, I'm not going to try to pick on the guy, because there's certain things he said today that, that didn't fully... Um, makes sense, and that was um, that he said that the FDA was waiting for more data, which is technically true. Or no, it's, no, it's completely factually true. But the way he represented it was not, it's not data related to the safety or efficacy of the vaccines. It is data related to the stability of vaccines. So efficacy and safety are things that the FDA will not grant anything other than uh, what's called compassionate use for. And when they authorize compassionate use, that's literally like, if we don't do something in the next day or two, the patient will die. So what do they got to lose? What the FDA has done for the vaccines is issued what's called emergency authorization, which is where they say it's safe, it's efficacious. It does, however, have other things that need to be developed or, or studied to determine what it takes to make this a final finished drug formulation or finished vaccine formulation in this case. What that basically means is um, the stability portion. So stability is exactly what it sounds like. The drug, the, the vaccine, as it is developed under the, term, under the conditions where it's been administered to patients in clinical trials and then additional trials, um, it works and it's safe. What we don't know is how long does it stay efficacious? How long does it stay safe depending on the storage conditions? And that's particularly tricky when it comes to vaccines. If you paid any attention to this at the beginning, they talked about storing everything at negative 80 degrees C. Negative 80 is really cold. And um, handling that volume of uh, materials at that temperature and maintaining it there and literally thawing it the day of use and using it and discarding it if you don't use it is wasteful and it's complicated and it's expensive for the for the companies but it's necessary until stability studies are completed now every one of those companies i guarantee you i'm talking moderna pfizer j and j and and astrazeneca i guarantee you they are doing studies at minus 80, at minus 20, at uh, uh, refrigeration temperatures, which is typically uh, 2 to 8 um, degrees C, and they're probably doing studies at room temperature, and it may or may not pass at those different time points, but it needs to be studied at those time points. So if you want a six-month stability sample, you need it to be in those conditions for six months, and then get tested to determine its maintained stability, meaning its efficacy and its safety. So I'm watching 
all these news programs talk about how, well, it's not fully vaccinated. And boy, why doesn't the FDA just, or sorry, not fully vaccinated, not fully approved. And why doesn't the FDA just fully approve? Because the FDA has a legal standard. I don't know exactly how it's defined from a legality standpoint. But they have standards by which they define stability programs. And they are very strict to companies. I've worked for multiple companies. I've, I've personally validated um, freezers and stability chambers to test these things. And once again, in the case of vaccines, it's incredibly complicated because it's a liquid formulation that's brand new and its efficacy has been only established as if it's been stored at, at negative 80C. So they need to do those studies. It's going to take time. And the FDA, for all of its flaws, and I've personally witnessed and personally called out many of its flaws in the past, one thing the United States uh, Food and Drug Administration does not do is fully release things prior to dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's. Um, when I hear, I heard again on CNN today, someone saying, well, shouldn't the FDA say it's fully, uh, vax or fully approved so that... Uh, you know, people will trust it more. They really can't. I'm certain they don't view it that way because they, in their minds, have done their job and validated the safety and efficacy of it under the terms that they've allowed for release, which is, which is these extremely cold temperatures and the short-term um, time that they allow them to be out for distribution and, and use. I don't know if there's going to be a time when we find out these things can be stable at uh, room temperature for a year. But if you look at any bottle of an oral solid dosage form, any bottle of tablets you'd buy at uh, an over-the-counter, you know, at uh, Walgreens over-the-counter or get from a pharmacy, typically those have a three-year stability. And in fact, they're typically stable for longer than that. But the FDA pretty much caps stability or yeah, stability at three years because... When something's been sitting on your shelf for three years, especially if it's in uncontrolled uh, conditions, you really don't know for sure how it's going to maintain its uh, safety and efficacy. Um, and plus, the drug companies want it to get thrown out after three years because they don't want you to hold on to a bottle of tablets for 10 years and not buy more. That's not their fault. I don't blame them. But anyway, the whole notion that the FDA has not approved this, again, while technically true, is being very badly misrepresented in the media um and this is true on fox and on cnn and i don't even know that it's always malicious but i know it's been taken as a malicious thing and passed around through anecdotal conversations as this vaccine isn't even approved i'm not putting this in my body because the vaccine isn't approved well it kind of is actually no it is under excuse me under the circumstances at which it's being administered um and yes, there were some, some bad things that happened. I mean, there was a situation where um, some women who had certain risk factors developed blood clot issues. I think it was the Johnson Johnson vaccine. And the truth is, women who are, who are, who are on birth control and women who um, smoke, especially women who smoke and are on birth control, are at a higher risk for clotting concerns. And maybe the vaccine contributed. Maybe it didn't. I don't think that's well studied. I think that there were... At, when I when this first hit hit the news, it, there were six cases of that happening out of over a million doses administered. Um, you know, I I don't mean to uh, disrespect or or diminish the the pain and suffering of the people those six people who who had that experience, but six out of a million 
is a whole lot less than the fatality rate of the COVID vaccine. Um, and so, you know, it's there, there are still challenges, but those things are not even proven to be vaccine related. I'm drifting off path a little bit here, but I just wanted to talk about how what people's what people when people say it's not an approved vaccine, while technically they're not wrong, they're missing the big picture. And when media, and I'm not Mr. Blame the Media guy, but when people who don't really know the science behind it start talking about it, it spreads out, it, it metastasizes into this notion that the FDA is just doing this willy-nilly. No, they're not. They're handling the safety and efficacy aspect of the vaccine. And then they're saying, okay, now how long can it stay in the freezer? How long can it stay on the shelf and maintain its safety and efficacy? Okay, it's supposed to be a whiskey shot. It's supposed to be a quick hitter. We're about nine minutes in, so I'm going to shut up right now and go have some whiskey. But that is something I want to get off my chest. And you probably didn't want to hear as a quarter or tenth of the entire episode when Steve and I are together. So hope you enjoyed that. Hope it helped, hope you learned a bit. If you want to email me, jim at whiskeycongress.com with any complaints or concerns. Um, or you can always find us at, at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks, and I'm done. <laughs>